All right, we're live. Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Divi Chat. Each week, three of the brightest minds in Divi. <laughs> I'm just playing. Uh, we're the brightest this week. We're going to forego our normal introductions. We're Divi people. We love the Divi theme from Elegant Themes. Uh, I do consider these two on this panel some of the brightest Divi minds in the world. You know, I'm lucky they let me hang out with them and uh, chat each week about Divi and WordPress awesomeness. Um, we've got a great topic for you tonight, SSL, all about it. We Big week in the U.S., Thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday. We're all super busy, especially in the WordPress space. E-commerce. Um, product creators. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we let these two awesome people beside me introduce themselves. Go ahead, Leslie. Hi, I'm Leslie Bernal of A Girl in Her Mac, and you can find me at agirlinhermac.design. Boom. Hey, Tim. Hey, everybody. Tim Streifler here, and you can find me online at divilife.com, timstreifler.com, and wpthepodcast.com. Boom. <laughs> Tim, you don't have to mute your mic today, man. We, we're going to yeah. go unmuted. It's, so rude. it's such a habit, I know. <laughs> it's like going to make me anxious not muting it. We'll see. <laughs> my name is David Blackman with Divi Space, Aspen Grove Studios, WP the Podcast, and Divi Chat. Woohoo! We always forget to say Divi Chat. So we're, you know, we're, we're a part of Divi Chat as well, obviously, because. We're here on Divi Chat. We want to say and give a special shout out to all of our live watchers. Linda, Pablo, Andrew, all the usuals, and more people are there. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. And uh, hey, glad to have you here. And if you're watching this recording later, we record this live, obviously, as David just mentioned, at uh, 5.30 p.m. Central Time and live on youtube so you can join join the chat and be a part of the discussion which is a lot of fun yeah and answer thank you tim you may not know the answers to <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> i've got my trusty best dad homemade mug from my son coffee so drink du jour today is coffee and uh hey joan how's it going all right well let's get talking about ssl first of all does anybody want to find what ssl is it's yeah, SSL. It stands for the acronym uh, Secure Socket Layer, which tells you basically nothing. Um, <laughs> it, SSL is what encrypts the connection between the user's browser and your website server. And so essentially what that means is if someone is a hacker is trying to sniff the, the connection, the packets as they're traveling across the Internet, they won't be able to actually see what it is um, because it's encrypted. Um, and I'm not going to get into encryption because uh, I'll probably be talking about. We have an hour, Tim. Go ahead and get into <laughs> encryption, man. <laughs> well, basically, you're uh, the SSL. Playing with you, okay. <laughs> like I, I know how. I don't. I know what it is. I don't know if I know how to explain it well enough to actually make sense. Um, but yeah, so SSL uh, makes it encrypted so that hackers can't intercept the data going across the internet and and see the data. And so that is obviously extremely important when you are selling products online, credit cards, sensitive information. But really these days it's become a lot more than that. Um, having your, your users feel secure on your site, even if they're not um, putting in any data, it's still a good thing to have. And so you're kind of seeing the last couple of years a push towards SSL on any site, whether there's data being inputted or not. Yeah, and now, well now, um... It's more um, like you get told now when you're on a non-secure site, and I guess that's going to be amped up even more. Um, I, I remember reading some blogs that uh, about what Google had said was going to happen eventually or whatever. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and on that note, too, uh, SSL is what changes the URL from HTTP colon slash slash to HTTPS. So get a little lock. Yeah, depending on the browser, each browser shows it a little bit differently. I think uh, Chrome shows it the best as like a big green secure. Really green, yeah. Safari just has an ETBT. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> downplayed in Safari. Man, you guys are doing awesome. 
I think that I think we're done. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> well, we can talk about why you want to use an SSL certificate and where it might be have its advantages, right? Yeah. Well, I think you know, in the past, like no, you, what when I started about five years ago, um, it was only expected for e-commerce. You know, when you're going to have credit card information, personal information, stuff you don't want shared. Um, but not necessarily contact forms or stuff like that. That was all, man, whatever, you know, it's still kind of, uh, everything was just regular. Yeah. Um, but I guess maybe more in the past two years, it's kind of been like everything should just have it. And, and it has become easier. I, I personally use Let's Encrypt. Um, it's super easy. Um, I, I was buying uh, certificates from Namecheap, and I did learn how to install a certificate, which I was super proud of myself. And now I don't have to. Um, Why well, use SiteGround? So it comes with it. Not every host um, comes with it, but but yeah, there's a lot of free options out there now, and I think they're making it especially easy for beginners and DIYers to have SSL on their site. Yeah, I've heard lots of good things about Let's Encrypt. I've actually never used it uh, because I put all of my sites on Cloudflare, and they kind of have their own version of that. Um, that is, yeah, basically SSL through their network, um, and so that's what I use for most sites when it's just um you know a typical site with a form or, or whatever um and then i david and i actually we, we covered this topic on wp the podcast i don't think it's um, been i don't think it's aired yet right yeah we recorded it um but yeah basically i still will buy uh, like a Namecheap uh, komodo ssl certificate on e-commerce sites like for example divi life i have one and my my reasoning is you get the um you get the little lock the little stamp of approval that if a customer clicks on it it goes over to Komodo and shows like hey Divi Life has an SSL so it kind of gives you that added like trust factor uh you know that added enhanced sense of security that I think is important for e-commerce mm -hmm. uh, especially when no one's heard of you before no one's been to your site they don't know who you are um, for them to get out their wallet and put in their credit card is a big ask and so if you make them feel as secure as possible then um, it only helps your your chances and your, your conversion rate um, so that that's kind of my take um, I would say not necessary on your typical brochure website with you know some contact forms but if it's an e-commerce website that you you plan on doing you know serious business um it doesn't hurt to go the extra step and you know buy a cheap i don't know it's like yeah 30 bucks a year yeah. or something or well actually that just this morning um i renewed <laughs> on my site i still had the name cheap um certificate and I just renewed it this morning. It was nine bucks. And yeah, I could have gone in there and be like, you know what? I'll save nine bucks. I'll just go back to my site, redo it with Let's Encrypt for free. But that would have taken me more time and I'd rather lose the nine dollars. So, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? So I, I just paid it and kind of but along the lines of what you said too, it is a real Komodo. And I don't know how to, ex how to correctly explain this, but there are different levels of SSL. You know, Bank of America isn't using, you know, a free Let's Encrypt, you know, <laughs> so it is important to- Really? That. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they are who because of the, what is it? It's uh, that. Well, I think I think you brought up some really good points. I think Tim did a good job of of defining SSL. Leslie brought up something. You know, five years ago, SSL was not. You know, it was typically uh, only used when processing payments on website. You know, Google in the as of the last year or two, had into their algorithm as a ranking factor. So, you know, non-e-commerce websites, why would you want to encrypt even contact forms and stuff? Logically, it makes perfectly good sense to me because the value of email marketing is huge. You know, selling databases of users to telemarketers or who is out there in the world, they're doing it, you know, and I guarantee you, they're getting a lot of that data, creating these lists and stuff by websites that are in forums. They're in the world. Uh, they're doing yeah. it. Yeah. And I guarantee you, they're getting a lot of that data, creating these lists and stuff by websites that are in Whoa. forums. They're in the world. Uh, they're doing yeah. it. Yeah. 
Not a guarantee. Are y'all hearing what I'm hearing? Yeah. yeah. A lot of that. What, what is this? <laughs> it sounds stuff. like YouTube got unmuted. Sorry, folks. We seem to have a technical difficulty right now. I might have hit a button and I don't know what I did. Are y'all hearing what I'm hearing? Here, you want to mute your microphone for a second, David? Yeah, let me mute it. Sorry, folks. We seem to have a technical difficulty right now. I might hit a button what is going on that was very odd so i oh. it, it sounded like your youtube window got unmuted um oh <laughs> that was very bizarre you were hearing that too leslie yes i didn't know what was going on sorry about that everybody <laughs> yeah i don't even have the youtube window open i thought i closed it so apologize okay. for those technical difficulties there <laughs> yeah that was weird all of a sudden i you started repeating yourself but your <laughs> mouth wasn't moving <laughs> all right sorry about that folks if you're listening to us on audio only we had some video technical difficulties um tim i'm not gonna look at the comments and stuff yeah. because i don't want to do that again I'll keep an eye on it you can you can keep an eye on it if anybody has questions and stuff so obviously my point was all data is valuable not just credit card data you know, we do a lot of email marketing and stuff, and I know the value of that. So data is important. Data is valuable, and people will steal it. So yeah, get an SSL even on your non-e-commerce websites. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, you mentioned this already, and then I just saw um, someone just said it in the chat, too, about it being a ranking factor. Mike, Mike Devitt. Um, yeah, I mean, why not? Like, what website isn't trying to rank in Google? Why not try to help your chances? Um, I, I mean, I think I've, I've read from uh, SEO gurus out there that like the, the benefits of the, the SSL certificate is, is pretty small in the grand scheme of things. But I mean, why not? You know, it's ex yeah. every little boost, every little thing to get on Google's good side is is definitely worth the trouble, especially when it's as easy as just setting up a free Cloudflare account or a free Let's Encrypt. Um, very, very simple. <clears throat> Since there's only three of us, we might have oh, yeah. some awkward silences. <laughs> well, and I'm sitting over here typing, you know, to I'm saying that I'm not going to get in there again, and I, I went and did it again. So oh, God. I apologize. <laughs> I was over there typing. Keep it open because I'll get distracted. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, keep talking, so, Tim, keep talking. Let me type and I'll come back here and I'll, I'll get you back. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, on the, the subject of why not, you know, talking about it from the, the Google standpoint, um, I think you could make that same argument from the user standpoint as well. You know, why not when it's as easy as let's encrypt or a free Cloudflare account or, or whatever, um, giving your, your user that extra, a uh, little bit of security on your site. And, and most people, they don't know what HTTPS is versus HTTP or how it works, right. but they just see it like, oh, Google says it's secure. This is a secure site. Um, right. You know, why not give that extra bit of, of, of trust to your user, whether you're selling products or just, you know, yeah. your. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with business. you. I, I, I totally agree. I don't think the average user knows, you know, about security, non-secure websites and stuff, or care, unless they're purchasing something. You know, if they're purchasing something, it means something yeah. to them. But if they come to a blog and they're just reading content, even thinking about, oh, I wonder if this is secure, that I'm submitting my contact, my comment on this blog post for. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I totally agree and stuff. I think it's going to be a super long time before the masses are even aware of it or care about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, um, it's funny cause Google, they, I mean, they, they kind of try to control the internet and everything that we do, um, in more ways than one, but, um, most of the time what they try to get people to do is always in the best interest of the user. And so like, even, you know, even if you're not, looking at trying to rank in the search engine, just kind of listening to what Google's trying to push people towards, it's, it's you know, going to benefit your user because that's what Google's interest is, uh, benefiting the user experience. Kind of like they, uh, a year ago, Google published something saying that they were going to start penalizing websites that would have those big interstitials on mobile that like when you land on a, a website, 
it would like block the content and like, you know, like welcome mats, I think were part of that different thing. Um, I had to deal with it a lot because that was published like right around the same time that I, I launched Divi overlays. And so everyone was like, Oh, oh. pop-ups, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, this is different. Like it's not, yeah. you're not going to get penalized. Don't worry. But, um, all that to say, I mean, that's, um, you know, Google's MO is always in the, the, the best, uh, or at least with these kinds of things in the best interest of the user, it's a bad user experience when you land on a mobile site and you're trying to get, you know, information, read a blog post, and then it's bombarding you with a subscribe form, whatever. Um, and so, yeah, I, I can't remember where I was going with this, but yeah, basically if Google <laughs> says to do it, you should do it. I think is the main point I was trying to make. I'm going on like four hours of sleep right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so what else get, well, we ahead, say, um, I mean, you can use Let's Encrypt. You can ask your host. Um, hosts do sell uh, SSL certificates. I think they tend to be overpriced. Um, I think Let's Let's Encrypt tends to be a pretty good option for most people out there who who would be watching this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And if then, you've got multiple sites, it can get expensive. Average SSLs are going to cost anywhere less than a hundred dollars a year, but if you have you know, multiple websites that can, that can add up pretty quickly. And uh, sorry, Tim. Oh no, that's okay. Yeah. And I was just going to say, um, and then it depends on the, the different levels of verification. So if, if I'm not mistaken, like the $9 a year SSL and the $100 a year SSL, the encryption is actually the same. What makes it the difference in price is the extra verification that they do. So uh, actually, that's something I meant to bring up sooner. The SSL typically has two sides. One is like the technology, the actual encryption method. And then the second part is that this website is who they say they are. So um, to get like a, the typical $9 SSL certificate from Komodo or, or wherever, um, you have to basically, I think it's, you have a couple different options of verifying that like you actually own that website. Um, I think the most common is like, oh, we're going to send you an email to webmaster at that domain.com and then you just have to like click the link and then okay you verify that you own the site um so that's like the most basic verification to prove that like hey the person that has this site actually does own it they have the email address and then there's different levels from that where okay we'll give you a phone call and you just have to like type in an uh you know the, the key that we sent you and your your phone number has to be on like a utility bill and so there's different levels um i think the most Enhanced level is, um, shoot, ex oh, ex extended verification. And they, yeah, they basically like check um, all these, these different records to make sure that like you, this website is owned by this business who's at this address and this number, and they have, you know, all the records to prove it. And they're a legal company in, you know, this state or province of this country. And so those are the ones that you see um, that are, like in the green bar or it'll say like secure and it'll say like, you know, Apple Inc. It'll have like their corporation name right in the URL bar. That's like the extended verification. And that's like the highest level. Um, I don't think those are as popular anymore because I think people started or companies started to realize that there wasn't really any added benefit between just the lit up green lock and having their name on it. But um, that's kind of the, the different verification levels. Tim, could you please repeat <laughs> All of that, please. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I, I, I imagine it's going to be very difficult to fill time talking about SSL. The, well, bottom, it, yeah, the so bottom line is you need SSL. Yeah. Um, we could talk about mixed content because that's always an issue and how to fix it. Yeah, that's a great point. That's like the most common one is, yeah, you build a site and it's HTTP, yourdomain.com, and then you... Yes. Listen to, to Divi Chat episode 54 and you say, hey, I need to go get an SSL and you go to Let's Encrypt or Cloudflare and you get an SSL, but then HTTP and or HTTPS is giving you that mixed content warning um, saying like, hey, the website's loaded over HTTPS, but some of the resources are not. So go, Leslie, go. What do you oh. do? <laughs> well, I'll usually just install like a, a better search and replace fucking or something. And well, actually first I go to why I go to this site. Um, why no padlock? I think that's what it is. Why no padlock.com. And it'll, you put in your URL and it'll tell you, um, why, you know, why it's not showing up. Right. Um, and it's, it's usually images. That's, that tends to be my issue. Um, 
and yeah, I'll just go uh, use like a better search and replace plugin. Um, you know, make sure I add the little S in there. And, and I, thankfully, I've never had issues doing that. Um, I'm sure you can do it manually. Um, but yeah, I, I go that route. Yeah. So basically, just to reiterate, the website's loaded through HTTPS like it's supposed to, but the website is pulling in images, your background images, your your logo that's in Divi theme options, your style sheets, whatever. And so um, most URLs, I think for like style sheets are relative. So there's no, it's not hard coded HTTP, but things like background images, I think um, anything in the builder basically, right? For Divi, it does put those um, non-relative. What's the word for that? Like full path. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the, the full yeah. path, which includes HTTP. Well, it is. Yeah. Rel- relative and non-relative, I guess. Would okay. Be. Yeah. There I'm going go. with non-relative. Yeah. Works for me. So, yeah. It, it, and then, so if your website is loaded over HTTPS, but it's trying to pull in images and, and different things that are HTTP, then you get that no padlock warning, yeah. which is no bueno. And actually, just this morning, <clears throat> there was a, a question in the Facebook group. There was a, a lady who was, um, she had an embed video from a local U.S. station, a, a local news station for her client. Um, she wanted to, to use that station's um, embedded video, but the station site was not, uh, it didn't have SSL. So the embed was not SSL. Um, and I don't, I don't know if she resolved it, but that's a, that's a perfect example is when you bring in content to display on your site, but you're not hosting it, you don't have control over how secure that content is. Is that, is that right, Tim? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. And I think in some of those situations, you, you're just kind of out of luck. Um, I mean, I would say most like major content hosting platforms like YouTube and everything, it's everything is HTTPS. But yeah, if it's some like, you know, small company that's hosting something, then yeah, you can be. Um, yeah. So, so content. it was missing up with her client site was getting the mixed content. And even though it wasn't her stuff that was, you know, not secure, it was a, an external source basically. Interesting. Was it like an, she was iframing something in or? I think it was, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Iframes can be tricky. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I really like the method you just mentioned, Leslie. The um, what was it? The better and... replace. Yeah, better search and replace. Yeah, Velvet Blues is another one. I actually had a question for you. Um, either one of you, I don't know, I, because in in my recent blog project, I was actually addressing this like troubleshooting SSL, and I've used um better search replace, and I've also used really simple SSL, which is another pretty highly recommended plugin. Now. When I use better search and replace, um, you know, I go and I change all the links. It, it's it's a it's a done. There's no development, you know. It's it's a done site, um, and then so so I'm good. And then I can delete the plugin. Now with really simple SSL, from what it seems like is you have to have it activated on and everything. You know, say I'm blogging, and every time I upload a picture, the really s really simple SSL is what turns it. You know, each time. Does that make sense to you? So some plugins you leave on and it does the work for you. Other ones, it's a one-time thing. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. So what's yeah. the question? <laughs> Should you or shouldn't you? Oh, okay, okay. No, okay. I'm, I'm just stating that some some of these types of plugins are different and, and they, they, they do things differently. So I right. see what you're saying. I mean, because okay. really the, the correct way to do it, or not, maybe not, that's not the right word, but... I mean, what you want to happen is is inside WordPress settings, you have your 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 URL, um, and you want it to be HTTPS. And when you're doing that, anything you upload or anything, it makes the file pass correctly HTTPS. And so, um, one of those plugins, I can't remember which one you said, probably does that part of the process of installing that plugin is it goes and actually fixes that permanently in the database, your actual like URL. And the other one doesn't do a permanent, it just, you know, temporarily does it. So if you install the plugin, then it like reverts back, which yeah. is no problem. Yeah, see, so I'm still, I'm still uh, trying to figure out <laughs> some, some of these plugins, but. <laughs> yeah, and I think really simple SSL, if I remember correctly, last time I used it, it works good for a lot of content, but some things in the builder, at least last time I tried it, they might've fixed it. Like because it's Divi, it wasn't fixing some of the Divi builder URLs properly, so I still had to go in manually and, and fix it. But um, but I like that just the better or the um, better search and replace 
that mm-hmm. one you said, because that one actually is like going into the, the full database and, and, you know, going through every single table. Now, do you guys, when you are building a site, does, does it make a difference when you add your SSL? Because I tend to do it right away just so I can get it out of the way and everything that I upload, you know, is good. Um, but, you know, for people who maybe don't do it till later, um, if you can plan ahead, is it better to do it first or does it not really matter? Um, I like it first. I like it going first because then you, the errors that you were talking about and the problems that you have with certain things not being, you know, put behind HTTPS, you have the potential for that. And I have seen that with Divi sites when we've been developing them halfway through, we'll throw the SSL on. And next thing you know, we're having to go clean up the database and stuff and make sure that the route that the URLs are, and the word, according to Pablo, our viewer, Tim, was absolute. Absolute. Yeah. absolute. There you go. Oh, that makes sense. Relative position. Absolute yeah. position. Okay. <laughs> That's cute. Thank you, Pablo. <laughs> Good old Pablo. Yeah. And, and, and what I was going to say is I, um, I think I typically do it because I'll build locally or on like a temporary domain. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then like the migration process. So I won't really worry about it on the on the dev site, but then on the uh, as I migrate it, I'll make it HTTPS, and so it kind of does it all in one. It changes the URL completely from the dev to the live URL as well as HTTP to HTTPS. Yeah, and I think one thing that's important that we do that we try to do anyways is we do try to use relative URLs. Yeah, uh, for this very and, and reason. Some people might not um, know what you mean. Can you explain what a relative URL is? It, yeah, abs- absolute URLs, which thank you, Pablo, for pointing that out, is the full URL, domain name dot com slash WP content content dot slash whatever the file path is. It just excludes relative excludes the domain name so that the domain name becomes irrelevant. When you migrate a site over and it's all identical content and stuff the image path is going to stay the same in WordPress regardless of if it's on divilife.com, girlinamac.design, or divi.space. If you're migrating that content over to another URL, all be there. And it's actually best practice to do relative URL. So, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, good point. Yeah, I remember we've killed about 30 minutes on SSL, man. This has been awesome. <laughs> I don't think I can think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Tim, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, I remember when I first learned about SSL, this was before I was, I was kind of dabbling with WordPress. I was working at a small software company and I was managing their website, which was static HTML. And when you're working on a static HTML website, um, and it's pulling files from different things like relative and absolute or relative link paths are, are incredibly important. Um, but I remember I kind of learned that the hard way as we were, we were moving a site and, um, yeah, all of a sudden and I learned about, work too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I learned real quick what relative links were when I was like, Oh my God, I have to go through every one. Like, Oh, especially if you do it in the modules. Oh, you're so fucked. Yeah, you're 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 right. <laughs> if you go to a totally different domain, you are <clears throat> screwed, basically. Yeah, definitely. Unless you you use a automated like migration tool, but again, I don't know if if all of them will get all of the Divi Builder URLs. Well, I guess that's something. I mean, I guess that's what the better search and replace type plugins do. I, like I said, I've never had it not work that particular plugin anyway. I don't yeah. have sites or anything but um I, I have had to maybe run it twice i think I, that happened to me one time but other than that awesome i think that's all i got <laughs> dating with if, if my grandson pops in here his head pokes up he's with us this week so <laughs> there is one thing i want to say about ssl because websites all around I'm going to say the world. I'm not that self-centered to think that Black Friday and Cyber Monday only applies to the U.S. Maybe Friday does, but cyber because it follows Thanksgiving. But who knows? Because websites all around the world are going to be burning up SSLs this week. 
because some of the biggest sales online are happening this week, right? Is that am I segue into it really good? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what, what sale is coming up, David? <laughs> why, why, Leslie? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> There's a reason we don't act, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, we'll, we'll tell you all about that at the end and stuff. So what else we got about SSLs? Anything, Tim? Um, An SSL guru on this episode, by the way. Apparently. I'm, I'm looking through the chat, see if anyone had any questions or anything. Um, no, I mean, I think we covered everything uh, for the most part. I mean, I think kind of the, the bottom line is um, why not? I mean, it's so yeah. easy. Uh, use yeah. a free tool like Let's Encrypt or use Cloudflare um, or you can use both. <clears throat> Um, or if you're doing e-commerce, you know, get, get an inexpensive one from, from uh, Namecheap, Komodo, or, or whatever, um, because, yeah, it's going to help your, your users feel more secure. You're going to get a boost, a slight boost in, in the search engines, um, and it's considered best practice these days. Oh, and awesome. also, um, you know, those of us, um, I don't know, some of my clients, you know, they have web designer friends and whatever, so... Don't think just because your client doesn't know anything about web design or whatever that they won't come to you one day and be like, why don't I have the little lock on my site? <laughs> you know, yeah. it's so just to avoid that conversation, um, if, you know, if anything else, then do it for that. <laughs> yeah, I recommend just making it a part of your, your normal process when you launch a site is to, to put it on SSL. And actually that too, that's another thing that you can add into your proposal is, yeah, is exactly. securing, locking down the site, you know, uh, adding additional security measures and SSL certificate. Yeah, it's definitely a selling point. Yeah. yeah. It, and, and again, if people don't know what it is, they still want it because it, yeah. it makes their website more secure. Like, oh yeah, I don't yeah, want my website. Because I mean, we're all like, oh, should, you, should you charge them a thousand dollars for that, Tim? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can put that thousand uh, dollar price tag as the value, and then discount it down uh, so that they, yeah, <laughs> they're getting a good deal. Um, let's see here. Pablo says that if you're on shared and you cannot, someone else on your IP already does. Mm, that's a good point, Pablo. I'm going to say, Pablo. Oh, what he's talking about? <laughs> Don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. We love you, Pablo. Thank you for keeping us good. I've, I don't know if I've ran into that issue. We have, we have dedicated servers. We have VPS. We don't have any shared. So I really can't speak to it. Back when I was on shared, I have some SSL stuff. wasn't a thing. I Go have ahead. some people on shared and they have, SSL certificate. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I do too. Okay. No. Yeah. Pablo, we're questioning your <laughs> stuff here, man. I, I may have misunderstood. You just start backing us backing up some stuff in the chat. <laughs> um, because it sh it shouldn't be. It shouldn't I don't have to do with the recording. Well, Josh, Josh just backed up. Um, they're they're saying that you have to purchase the static IP in order to get the SSL on shared hosting, which may be the case, which logically makes sense, you know? Um, and a couple of our live viewers are, you know, have a chat thread going in on there now that said they have tried it before on their shared hosts and stuff and have had some issues. So maybe it depends on check the host. Back, folks. Know, maybe I, it depends on the host. Yeah, my, my clients are on SiteGround and they have their own share. It's, I mean, it's the word for it's it's the little startup plan or something, but they have SSL. Uh, yeah, and on Cloudflare, you're not actually installing anything on the server, and so to use their SSL because it's at the like the the DNS level, um, you you definitely can use shared hosting and install Cloudflare. Uh, I don't know about Let's Encrypt. I'm not exactly sure how it how it works, their technology works, but yeah, that's a good question. Now I'm really curious about that. <laughs> okay. Well, hey, we'll have to find out. That'll be safe for another episode. <laughs> yeah, so we'll Tim, have a whole other episode on SSL on shared hosting. So why don't you tell us? It's a big week in the U.S. We've got Thanksgiving on. We've got a couple of big weeks coming up. Yeah, we do. We've got Thanksgiving this week. We've got WordCamp US <laughs> next week. Whoop, whoop. Asheville. 
Get to see all of my friends. Yes. Far and close. Oh, on that note, uh, if anybody is going to WordCamp US in Nashville, there is a Divi meetup. Is it? It's Friday morning. Friday morning. Mm-hmm. Friday morning. It's Friday morning. Uh-huh. And uh, Divi chat. We are going to be giving away some t-shirts. So limited supply. So come early and snag one of those. Come early and snag one. I hope Nick. I hope you don't mind. We we really want them to. Uh, <laughs> we're not trying to steal your thunder. We're trying to help promote Divi, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're we're just building the the Divi community. Yeah, I I never even thought that you know that's their event. They may. I, I guess I need to reach out to Nick and Mitch and just kind of <laughs> give them a heads up. Bunch of I'm giving yeah. I'm giving you a live heads up. Elegant themes. We would love to. Know, hand out some shirts. Oh, thing, yeah. So, yeah, no, we, we should let them know as a courtesy, yeah. but I, they won't mind. Yeah, I think they're going to be okay. Uh, uh, well, you know, Tim's SSLs are probably burning up right now because Mr. Streifler <laughs> product today, folks. Yes, just a few hours. Tell ago. us all about it, Tim. Tell us. Divi Bars. Divi Bars is a Divi plugin for creating promo bars, opt-in bars, notification bars, you name it, any kind of bar uh, using the Divi Builder. So I I launched Divi Overlays earlier this year, and it's been um, a a big success. And so this kind of is the next evolution, a sister product, so to speak, where it kind of goes along that same um, type of product where it's uh, marketing and user experience design tool kind of all in one. Uh, with the Divi Builder at its backbone. And so, um, yeah, you can create uh, drop-in promo bars that drop in from the top or slide up from the bottom um, <laughs> to promote sales. So Black Friday, if you have any sales to promote. Sorry, Tim, I'm not laughing at you. One of our co-hosts, Terry Hale, in the live audience, and he said, wet bars? Open bars? <laughs> he's, Terry, uh, that's Divi he's bars. Divi he's bars. <laughs> that's funny. Open bars. Actually, funny enough, uh, uh, Divi bars lets you set click triggers. So most of, of the typical promo bar plugins, not only are they very basic in controls, Divi bars gives you the whole Divi builder at your fingertips to do columns, images, opt-in forms, whatever. Um, but you can also set click triggers. So you can, you know, with the click trigger, have it drop down from the top. And so I, in the URL, because Divi, when you have a button, it makes you put in something in the URL field. So I have a button module triggering a Divi bar. And so I would just put type something in there with the, the number sign so that Divi would still process my link in the module. And so I put open bar, just kind of like naturally thinking, you know, open the Divi bar and, and then realizing later like, oh, open bar. <laughs> um, so you know, <laughs> Terry, you made me think of that. There you go, Terry. Open bars, buddy. Open. You ask, we deliver here on Dude. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. So no, this just dropped a couple hours ago. So yeah, go check it out. It's really, really awesome. Tim, Tim does a great job on video, his video creation and stuff too. So thank you. Uh, I admire his, his uh, video creation <laughs> skills. So. Yeah. Well, it's, it is very time. Um, I know that <laughs> it is. <laughs> I know that we have uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday coming up. Leslie just had a kick. I'm going to curse on live YouTube. <laughs> kick ass child theme. Yeah. Tell us all about child uh, theme, Leslie. No, it, it's called Addison. You can find it on my site. I'm not going to talk about my site. All right. I'm going to talk about <laughs> it. Because yeah. Leslie we're talking the about most it. humble, humble <laughs> person ever. She doesn't promote her products. And it's just kind of like she ta- tries to talk people out of buying it. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Addison is definitely one of the best designed Divi child themes in existence. It's um, I don't want to say it's feminine, but it kind of has that 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 female touch to it. Um, but I it must be the, the lost feminine girl inside deep down inside me. because I'm not very super feminine, but, <laughs> but I like feminine stuff. <laughs> And, and when I say feminine, I don't mean it's hot pink and, and you know, super right. girly. It's, it's it's classy and elegant. Um, and yeah, it is it is not your your typical Divi child theme. It's very, very, very well designed. Thank you. Thank you. I concur. And you can get it so, at a girl in her Mac dot design. Yeah, and Leslie, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Are you having Black Cyber Monday deals on your site? 
Uh, I'll probably put a sale. I'm not going to do it. I, I don't even have time to put a little, I don't know. Maybe I'll put a banner or something, but yeah, you can use Premier, bars for that. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I sell on Monterey premiere, so I'm sure Gino will have some sort of sale and, and I'll be part of it. Okay. All right. Tim, what about you? Yes. So Divi bars kind of kicked off, um, black Friday week. And so the, I'm doing for black Friday, cyber Monday, 30% off all products, all Divi products. Um, and so, but starting today, you get to take advantage of that 30% off early for Divi bars to celebrate the launch. And then the rest of the products will be available at 30% off later this week. And then, uh, some giveaways, uh, putting together a pretty cool bundle. Um, for Black Friday and Cyber Monday with some landing page layouts and a secret plugin that you'll have to wait to hear. Oh. A secret what? I missed it. A secret plugin. Um, so yeah, that bundle will be a, a Black Friday bonus. Uh, yeah, some layouts and a, a secret, it's a secret WooCommerce plugin. That's all I'm gonna oh, say. Gosh. Um, but yeah, <laughs> it, it'll, it'll be it'll be cool. Um, and awesome, if I'm not mistaken, I'm. I think I remember hearing that Divi Space and Aspen Grove Studios is having a sale, right? Is that true? <laughs> yeah, I'm more I'm more excited about, you know, when we got involved with Divi Space back in April and stuff with SJ and we started, you know, kind of moving forward doing our thing. Things that people kept asking about was um SJ put out a CSS course a couple of years ago. Obviously, Divi has changed immensely since that course came out and stuff yeah. <clears throat> and we just decided this month to do version 2.0 and the good news to it's not going to be out until january the first we're working on it right now and stuff it has nothing to do with black friday other than well i guess it will have something to do with it um it, we're going to grandfather in all of the people who purchased the original css course but this one's going to be a CSS, JavaScript, SJ's learning has come light years. We've actually, you know, we sent out a video earlier in the week and stuff. He's put out a... Um, was that all in one take? Because that was really good. Uh, I don't know if it was. This was three and a half minutes of one take. <laughs> it, it was pretty long. Good. And he yeah, just, yeah. just skipped <laughs> He's British. He's yeah. British. He has an advantage. <laughs> he can do anything. Yeah, he's British. He has an advantage. Plus one on... Uh, Plus he's in love. British. So everything's going to so come I'm, I'm really excited about that because, you know, I know that that was something that, that, you know, that, that people really liked and stuff. So I guess the benefit, we have put out two new child themes, a couple of new plugins for Black Friday. We will be having a promotion. You can check it out. We're going to have Divi bars. Yeah. Right at the top, Woo. telling you what our deals are. So we're going to awesome help Tim showcase his product and stuff. Um, yeah, so check it out and stuff. The benefit of the CSS course and why I'm telling you about this now is because a lifetime membership deal where you get all of our products for one price forever, and it will be discounted. Um, and the CSS course will be included in that. So the JavaScript CSS course, sorry. Awesome. Um, so the, you know. Yeah, and if I'm not mistaken, S SJ's original CSS course was the very first course. It was, Divi, right? Yeah. yeah, it was. Awesome. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, and I mean, SJ was, yeah, really, yeah, one of the, I, I definitely one of the beginning um, founding fathers. Is that what we can say? <laughs> I mean, Third party market. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, mean, he had the second second product ever created in Divi was was Divi module editor by S J James. Yes, that that changed to Divi Switch, right? It did. It switched, changed to Divi Switch. Yeah, Dan, Dan Mossop was first, S J James was second, and we were a close third with the little Aspen footer editor that could. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, that footer editor is still useful because it is, man. That thing's kick butt. Well, you still can't though, put um, PHP in the customizer, right? Like you can't put like the year thing where it'll automatically update. Right. No. Yeah. And, dynamic. and it's it's just um, you can only put HTML, so yeah. it's not even a WYSIWYG editor. Um, the Aspen yeah. Footer editor, it's you have a WYSIWYG. Yeah, man, we're we're like gotten way off track. We've almost 
reached our time. I know. If, if this is your yeah, first time. You know, when we chatted, when we started this podcast, it was a half hour, not an hour. <laughs> We've somehow grown I know, I know. an hour-long episode. Because yeah. <laughs> we it, like hanging out with everybody. <laughs> we just true. don't want to leave. And on, on that note, too, um, if this is your first time joining Divi Chat, we don't normally just talk about our own products. Yeah, half the show, that's but... just the first time. We, we never do that. Yeah, but with three of us and a topic like SSL, we're just trying to fill yeah. us a little bit of time. <laughs> you know, Joan, and a couple of actually our live viewers and stuff, they're appreciative of, of us kind of sharing. Joan yeah. makes a comment. She says you need to promote yourselves more, as in what, what products you offer and the history of these things. You know, I I like history. I agree with Joan. I like, you know, community grow up and the Divi um, just blow up is mind blowing. I mean, you know, to think four years ago, Divi account, which seems like a lifetime ago, you know, 2013, December, I remember finding it. We started this little Facebook group, I think, when I joined it there were less than 20 members in the group and it has spun now to where there are what, maybe 10 groups. Mm-hmm. I've seen a third party marketplace grow up around and participated of helping build that ecosystem and stuff yeah. which has been pretty awesome. So I think a blog post is coming, coming our way. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I uh, I went back uh, for nostalgia's sake, and I was looking at old elegant themes, um, like theme sneak peeks, and I remember because Divi they weren't planning on building Divi for what it is now. Right. They were trying to build a multi multi purpose um, WordPress <clears throat> theme, and then they decided to put in a page builder. And actually, it wasn't even their first page builder. They had a, a previous theme that had a page builder. And it was actually a little bit ahead of its time. Like it was actually kind of cool. Um, and, you know, it didn't really, you know, evolve into much. But um, so this was like their second go at like a page builder. And um, yeah, I remember it took like way longer because normally they were like every few months they would re- release a new new theme. And um, this particular theme, Divi, was taking a lot longer than planned. And so I remember they would do like update yeah, posts. Yeah, we were all like, when is it coming out? Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> and there was one post saying, you know, a, a sneak peek of, of Divi and, and, you know, why it's worth the wait. And I went and I found a, a comment on that post and I said something along the lines of, is it safe to say that this new page builder is going to be the backbone of all themes moving forward? Um, and in, in one regard, I was right, but really, I mean, it wasn't even that it wasn't even like it was the backbone. It was, no, that's just the end all theme, <laughs> you know, we're, okay, we're done. We don't need to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, it's yeah, I don't of... think Nick, yeah, go ahead, Tim. I was just going to say, it's just funny to, to, you know, kind of look back and, and see where Divi has, has become like you're saying, David, now it's this, you know, full blown ecosystem. Oh, yeah. and... Number one WordPress theme in the world. Nick and I, team I, I don't even know. Like there was a time when I when I knew all the do, all the child theme developers and the plugin developers. I have no clue yeah. how many there are right now. I'm sure people <laughs> I've never even heard of. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure they've got some really awesome stuff out there. But yeah. since Divi has enveloped our lives, <laughs> it's non-existent for us pretty much. So, yeah, totally, totally get understand that statement. Yeah, looking forward to hanging out. If you guys are gonna, if anybody that uses Divi or wants as an interest in Divi first weekend of December WordCamp US you don't have to have tickets you don't have to be going to WordCamp US Divi meetup we'll put a we'll post it in our show notes um, where the location is and stuff so that you guys can you know pop in pop in say hi to us and stuff yeah yeah that's going to be fun I'm, I'm looking forward to that me too probably nice done I think we were really done about 30 minutes ago, but, but yeah. I think we were done. We stretched it. We did good. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, we want to do parting thoughts. Uh, eat turkey. That's my parting <laughs> thought. Oh, you just made me turkey. think of that. You made me think of that GIF with that guy. Oh, yeah. yeah. The baseball game. Yeah, I kind of look like him. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man! With my eyes, if it, if it would stay stuck on me with my eyes, I can on, you know. Nathan Duvall now when I see that. <laughs> so good. All right, well, we'll forego parting thoughts. Our parting thought is all three the same. Go get an SSL, dang it! It's yeah, free. Doesn't cost anything. Benefits immensely. Benefits your site visitors immensely. It's going to help you out in Google's rankings and stuff as well. No and reason not to have it. If your host does not offer Let's Encrypt, how good is your host? Because they all are kind of offering that now if they're worth their salt, you know, or something comparable. Um, so, you know. And, and you know what? Let's just say that because um, a lot of the things I saw in the Facebook groups today, um, Divi works really well as long as you have awesome hosting or good hosting, decent hosting. Um, and I think it would help everybody to know who happens to just be listening. If you have crappy hosting and you're on the latest Divi and even with the latest WordPress core, um, you might run into issues. You really, that is not the place to cut corners. Hosting is not the place to cut corners. Yeah. And that, and that's not knocking Divi in any way. It's because Divi is. They're going along with the whole, every, everything's, you know. Yeah. Divi is <laughs> a very sophisticated piece of software. You know, it's, it's not. A, a theme you know it's it's not a lightweight theme you know it's it's has a lot of code there's a, a lot there going on behind the scenes and so you need a proper hosting a server that can handle that has the resources that can handle that type of power all right well i couldn't agree more great episode guys and our live viewers concur with that you know they say great i know leslie doesn't follow along with the comments because it, it's <laughs> It's distracting, and I totally understand that. <laughs> I'm just a girl. I can only focus on one thing. <laughs> oh, by the way, really quick. So, this isn't related to anything we've been talking about, but there's um, uh, I'm a. I think this is where it was. I'm a, uh, a moderator in the Divi Web Designers Facebook group, and people have to answer questions in order to um, get into the group, and so. One of the questions is, how did you hear about our group or, or whatever? And one of the answers was, someone said something about a girl and her laptop. <laughs> a girl and her laptop. Not a girl and her, <laughs> girl and her laptop. I love that. <laughs> well, if Mac ever comes, if Apple ever comes after me, I'll change it to a girl and her laptop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, awesome chat. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody, if you're in the U.S. and you celebrate that holiday. We hope you have a happy Thanksgiving and uh, go check out all the good Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals. And until next week, we'll see you on Divi Chat. Peace. Bye. Awesome. Out. Bye, guys. Thanks, everybody. Bye bye.